Welcome to Season 2, Episode 22 of Dream Signs and the Times. I'm Lori Lacey, and today we're going to talk about concepts that I've been wrestling with for, I would say, at least 10 years, and had an inkling about it for longer than that, and I'm, I'm calling it Innocenza, and that's Italian for innocence. And we have an idea of what that looks like through the lens of social and religious um, ideals and beliefs, but there's a there are people on this planet who are very pure of heart, and I know a lot of them. And the way I sort of define the Innocenza type is that they have a default mechanism where they go back to the pure state despite what the world does to them. Now, this is not to exclude anyone else on the planet who has, like, this want to do good. That probably puts you in that in the sort of category. And I don't like the, the idea of this becoming an elitist thing. I don't see it as a superior thing because I consider myself to be one of them. But... Uh, it's, it's a mechanism that happens that's out there to bring more light to situations that aren't conducive to light normally. And we pay a price for it. And anybody who's talked to me about listening to this podcast, I've noticed that quality in them. And now I'm going to sound like I'm selling it or something. I don't, I don't know how to get this point across without sounding arrogant or elitist, but it's definitely not meant to be that way. I hate things like, oh, I know that people believe in this indigo child thing and the starseed thing. They are, I think, part of that whole field, but that is, it, it's a categorization of something that is, is a universal heart thing of just being connected to the light, and no matter what happens to the person, they still want to bounce back and do as much good as possible. And I... There's a, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I call it pit bull syndrome. Some of the meanest people I've ever met started out as the nicest people. Uh, I've, like, little kids who would be just so receptive to things that some bullshit happens to them, and they become, um, you know, they fight back. They, they're like a cornered animal, and that's why, apparently, why people use pit bulls in uh, dog fighting rings is, is that they're, they were initially so nice and so absorbent of, and wanting to please, absorbent of information and direction that uh, once they turned, they turned really mean. And I've seen that happen uh, so many times with people that I know. Um, I saw, I had a friend once who was one of the nicest people I'd ever met, and then some switch flipped. And that person became so mean, just like, and I can't tell if that person had that innocence of quality or not, because the person seemed to revel in the feeling of being mean um, after that, or sarcastic or whatever, and, you know, that could be the archetype of selling your soul to the devil or whatever, and I don't see this person as evil, it's not an evil thing, that's the sort of extreme uh, uh, religious way of processing that particular thing. So there may be different ways that people handle the phenogenic quality uh, where they 
they turn mean and then they stay on the dark side, you know. Typical Star Wars uh, Anakin. Anakin's a great example of that. And then he comes back and you find out that he's still, like, Anakin underneath all the Darth Vader shit. But uh, one thing I noticed when working with addicted people is most of them have that quality. It's so strange because I've been in a situation where I was working with people who had heavy addictions and once you peeled away all that stuff that was happening and that archetypal energy that a person plugs into, which is really a protection mechanism in in an odd way, being addicted means you have a singular purpose and you don't have to deal with other things and, you know, you accept these horrible things that are going on because it's part of that thing. There's a strange mental protection and it, and it, it people pay a huge price for that in the long run, horribly, because it's a false thing, but that's what is trying to happen with that, is like uh, the drug initially blocks out all of the negative uh, input that's happening, or the the extreme effects of this negative input, and all these, you know, chance of people end up flipping their switch flips like that, and it doesn't surprise me. I've known a lot of people who had heavy addiction problems, and they will get a, a very mean guard dog sometimes, or a high-strung guard dog, uh, to uh, protect them, and sometimes it'll be a pit bull. It's, it's fascinating to me because it's like they know that that energy was similar to theirs, and then some shit jacked them early on in life. If you're using heavy, heavy drugs, there's chances that you were treated badly when you're a kid are very high. And even if it's not, you know, even if you're treated badly and didn't go that route, there will be a seeking out of protection mechanisms. Um, and people have called me kind of, uh, I don't know what the word is when I'm fighting on the mat. Um, there was a word of like, not mean, but it was something, you know, when I'm in the zone, you know, that's I, my switch flips a little. I never want to do harm to anybody ever when I'm when I'm doing jujitsu, but I definitely um, have cultivated my own dragon to protect myself. And uh, I, I also am pretty good at balancing. Like, okay, I'll, I'll let the dragon go that far, and then I'll pull the reins back. That's another indication of somebody who's gone through some shit in their life. It's like that level of self control is insane. Um, but. The, all of these are designed to protect that innocent thing. And the everybody has it, I believe. I believe this innocent state is our natural state to a degree. There may be some plants in, in the world, planted people, not, not plants like these little shop of horrors type plants, but people in the world who are designed to create chaos. I don't, this planet has an agenda of its own that is fascinating to me. I'm starting to tap into what exactly is the human human nature part and what exactly the planet demands by its physics, by its um, energies that are, we sort of know what they are, and we, we may uh, sort of distill them down, or distill them to these oh, components and elements and neutralize sort of categories and all that, and I don't blame us for that, because there's some weird shit going on, and so we're trying to wrap our heads around it and keep it from driving us to some of these uh, extremes that happen here, 
and I guess I'm, I've got this idea that maybe somewhere else it's not like that, but we live on Earth, and I don't know where that standard might be coming from in my mind that I would be comparing to. Maybe it's the state on the other side. Maybe that is the pure innocent state because there's no way to fuck up or no way to cause harm. And so, and I'm not here to moralize choices and choices people make in order to deal with these things. That's the part where we want to be all high and mighty and be like, well, you know, you were innocent, but now you're fucking, you know, polluted or dark or whatever. It's not like that. That pure part of us is always reachable. It's always there. And some of these people who are on the planet to promote the light or propagate the light somehow and go through these earthly fucking shit show things, and get pulled off center, pulled off into this pain mechanism uh, where we're operating from that pain lens and perspective. And you know, you notice when you're you're down or you're sick or everything, you process that all through that fight or flight mechanism. And it can have these emotional uh, charges and emotional difficulties that just make reality seem that thing, and finding the light, fighting hard to get, get to where we can see the light and feel it in ourselves, it's not easy, and we live in times where people are activating all that shit with uh, propaganda and media and bullshit, and uh, yeah, my, <laughs> I really want people to operate in conversation with me, not in that that mode, you know, we I, I recognize it now and not take it personally because it's a default to this prescribed idea of how we're supposed to react under certain circumstances. And when I talk to people and they find themselves reacting horribly sometimes to something, or, God, I'm I'm upset and I don't fucking know why, you know that they want to go back to that life state, and I want to go back to that life state. And that's what feels truly natural to us, but... Like, I'll have conversations and we'll be, I'll be talking to different people in the same day and I'm like, what the fuck has set us all off? Why are we all going into this same sort of pain mode? It doesn't matter what it looks like, per se. It's kind of whatever our weaknesses are or the shit that we're dealing with, that mechanism gets set into motion and we are blinded to our own life. And so I think the worst person in the world has this light and worst person by sense, like, as harm, chaos, whatever's in the world, um, has this light capacity. And some of those people that do the worst harm are the ones who were so disappointed that their life wasn't honored early that they became the problem. They're like, okay, I'm going to become like that person because they, they obviously stole something from me and they're the powerful one. And that's a hard decision to make, especially if you're a child. And this is not to give people an excuse. Damn it, it's not to do that. It's just an explanation for what we're dealing with. There is no excuse. When somebody attacks you, I'm all about running like a motherfucker or fighting back or whatever it takes to to protect myself. That's part of the game here, protecting, staying alive, living the best possible life that we know how, and protecting the light in us and propagating the light under as many circumstances as possible. And there are times, there have been times on the planet, we're used to having it 
fairly calm. Not totally. If you've been in the military, you've seen some shit. But totally, like, fair, relatively calm. And then, you know, uh, 9-11 happened, and, and we got a feeling for what it was like to be maybe in World War II or other places where it was like, here it is. Here is the chaos. Here is the, the, the evil unleashing itself. And the evil meaning the harm to others. It's like everybody's driven to their thing, like I said, by by the chaos they're born into or, or whatever. And the the big question for perspective that I always ask myself is how would I react had I been born in another country under other circumstances with uh, the perspective that they were born in? And that is a question that will humble a person. It, you may not come up with an answer, but it will humble your ass. It's like, oh, fuck. If I've been starving in any given country and somebody hands me a ticket out of there, if I do some kind of weird-ass thing, uh, what's it going to take to refuse that? I don't, I don't know. Or maybe I do know in a certain way because of certain things that have happened in my life, but maybe not to that extreme. So um, these extremes create this perspective, which obfuscates the, the innocence of part of us, but the, there, I, I, I absolutely live by this belief that there are people here that, it's like we have to activate each other's light and go, we're one of these people, and I've heard people call, call, call it light workers, um, but to me, anybody can be a light worker if that's their goal. I don't care. Why would I care? You know, I want more of us doing that. And if you feel like you are in that Enochensa thing, I'm not going to be, like, having freaking Enochensa meetings and, like, the Illuminati of Enochensa underneath the blah, blah, blah. It's not going to be like that. But if I see you in the street and we flash, that, flash those light beams through our eyes, we know. And what if there's, like, what if there's a billion of us? And what if our goal is to raise the vibration and have people not kill each other and, and have, have there be balance in the world in a certain way and still be able to strive for things. I'm not anti, you know, goal setting and all that shit. I love that stuff. And, but realistically, except, you know, we are on the planet of physics and there's starvation and all this stuff to contend with and difficulties and pain and all the things. But, you know, you and I are walking on the street in New York City or, or Baltimore or Boston or San Francisco or New Orleans or, you know, St. Joe, Missouri, Kansas City, any of those places. We do that. We flash, flash, the, flash the, the light in each other's eyes. What would that be like? What would that feel like? Like, it would be, it would be amazing. And it, there wouldn't be any card you have to carry. There wouldn't be any friggin' moniker you'd have to say, I'm this and I'm that. It's like, no, just flash the friggin' headlights. We notice, we see. I'm going to be flashing my my heart light through my eyes at anybody who will receive it. And I will take it from anybody who will give it to me. Guess what? That's true equality right there. It's the light. It's kind of the namaste thing, the light in me, knowledge of the light in you. But it's very even. Nobody, nobody dominates because there's no need for it. Once you're on that light thing, none of that shit matters. Everything is timeless. It's weightless. It's fearless. It's beautiful. I want more of that. Don't let anybody talk to you out of your power. That shit is yours. See a flash of the, the light beams at each other. 
So here's the addendum for this one. Um, one, I was in the car, obviously, but two, um, innocenza in Italian means innocence, and but that's the word that came to me, so that's why I'm uh, using it uh, in this context for, for this uh, concept. So anyway, have an awesome one.